Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher. I'm excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be jumping into another episode of Emotional Wellbeing. We're going to talk about the importance of slowing down, and I'm going to give you a three-step process that can help you accomplish that, because slowing down is essential if we're going to heal. Also, I've got a big announcement at the end of today's episode. Please stick around for that, because that can have an impact on you, especially if you're looking to work with me in a live format over a long-term experience of healing codependency. So excited to have you there for that. Good morning or good afternoon, Pamela. Good to see you. So let's jump in here. Before we do that, I do need to get this shared out to the community real quick. So I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> so if you are looking for guidance, you're looking for support, you're looking for a place where you can find more more of my work, get connected with other students and other survivors, the community is for you. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, in the description. Check that out. Uh, check out the rules to make sure you understand how the group functions and to see if it's a good fit for you as well. So come and join us there and get further guidance, tools, and support in your journey in being happy beyond codependency. So, all right, it's called the Healing and Happiness After Codependency Community, if you want to look it up on Facebook. So, we got that right there. Now, let's jump into it and come back to the right screen here. <laughs> so, again, guys, it's good to see you. I'm, I'm happy to be back. Last week was kind of a rough week with COVID and a funeral and all that stuff. So, I'm excited to be back into this. Excuse the mess. I'm actually moving over the next couple of weeks so you'll be seeing some changes there too all right <clears throat> so to heal you must slow down so why do we need to do that why do we need to slow down so first of all codependency is a highly reactive state for us we're a highly reactive experience to the things going on around us we are moving from one thing to the next things are very pressured there's a lot of anxiety we have to get it done now we've got to understand it now we've got to fix it now a lot of this comes from our experience of relationship with other people because other people react this way to their lives and then they put pressure on us to do it too like if we've been in a toxic or abusive relationship it's been about hey you got to do this now you got to do it right don't do it again and they're expecting instant results from you. If we grew up in a family system that was geared towards obedience, regulating the parent, pleasing them, and they wanted things done fast, they wanted it done instantly, well, no wonder we're just running at it this way. Further, when things are not safe for us, they're not safe emotionally, they're not safe physically, they're not safe in our relationships, we carry anxiety with us, and anxiety wants to get things done fast. It's part of that flight response we have where we want to run. Running is something that goes fast. So we're used to having quick reactions to things in order to try to regulate what's going on to help it come back to some sense of, of maybe less chaos, less anxiety, less turbulence, less uncertainty going on in our world so we have learned to do this kind of hyper vigilance hyperactivity to try to get things done and to move quickly another aspect that drives this need to constantly be moving fast and quick 
is because we have been we our value has been anchored to an idea of productivity the more we can get done the more valuable we are as a person so we get stuck in that too let's see here we are definitely products of a hurried childhood like francis says here in the comments because these things are happening over and over and over in our world we're told to get things done fast they're doing things fast we never get a chance to rest to breathe to have some space to have do nothing time to orient to ourselves to orient to our bodies to our emotions to our own awareness instead we've got that pressure to get it done now right if we are to heal, we've got to help the nervous system feel safe again. One of the ways it needs to feel safe again is to slow down. Now, this is very counterintuitive. This can be quite activating at times because slowing down is counter to what our comfort zone is. It's counter to what helped us feel safe in unsafe situations. And that exposes kind of a paradox for us. We're not safe in unsafe situations period because they're unsafe but we found a way to tolerate it and lower the threat or sense of threat or danger to ourselves by going quickly in this instance real safety doesn't require us to do something to make it safe in other words it's if we're in an unsafe situation safety requires us to extract ourselves from the situation so that we have safety and then address the situation from that perspective so real safety is something we have to build back into our lives it's an internal experience and it's a skill based on it's a skill in relating to our world in certain ways that promote our well-being and that move us away from things that add unsafety to our experience this starts with slowing down so slowing down allows us to get in tune with our awareness it allows us to get in tune with the impulses our body is experiencing its intuitive awareness what it's trying to signal us to it allows us to move out of a high sympathetic response if we're talking about nervous system we're in a hyper arousal state where it's like whoa gotta do this fast helps us ease down towards a baseline where we have activation but not overwhelm we have energy but we're not flooded now, slowing down allows us to start building capacity to accomplish that kind of outcome slowing down further helps us tune into what we need what we're sensing and what's really going on because we come from traumatized backgrounds so we're going to have big reactions sometimes to the things we encounter. And sometimes that reaction is not necessarily relevant to what's going on. And that can set us up for a lot of confusing interactions. So when we're slowing down, we're able to catch that. We're like, ooh, I've got this activation here. I've got this anxiety or this, this triggered state or something that's really flooded me here. Now I can observe it. I can make note of it. I can start to acknowledge it. And from there understand it and soothe myself this slowing down also gets us out of three specific habits we have learned to do with our emotions that have kept us stuck both in codependency anxiety emotional 
uh, inhibition where we are trapped or stuck chronically emotionally. And that would be analysis, where we analyze the thing to death, hoping that because we understand it, we can control it or change it. A lot of times this analysis is done in trying to change someone else and trying to change ourselves so that they will change. So analysis kicks into the into gear in, in hopes of trying to get some control over life. Second thing we tend to do is resist what we feel. We move into a denial. I don't want that. I don't like that. That hurts. Push it away. Ignore it. And then we tend to amplify something else in its place, usually something positive, something euphoric, something that plays into maybe one of our codependent fantasies. Then we have attachment. That's where that amplification comes in too. We attach to something, an outcome, an emotion, a belief, a person, a place, or a thing, because it brings us something we needed, and now it's starting to change, and we're trying to control it, so it won't do that. This leads us to having high anxiety, high hypervigilance, to feeling very tense and rigid, both in our body, in our emotional capacity, and in our thinking. And it inhibits us from actually creating connection, creating sanity in our world so we know what's really going on so we can make effective choices from that knowledge. And it inhibits our ability to heal and move on from our past so that we can connect more with healthy means of meeting safety, connection, value, and identity in our world. Slowing down is how we break free of this cycle of analysis, of resistance and attachment. It allows us to go it allows us to move into what's called observation. So if I slow down, what that basically is is three steps. Slowing down is I acknowledge what I'm aware of. So you're gonna do acknowledge twice basically. You're gonna notice that there's something in your awareness. Okay, I'm aware of this now. I'm gonna pause. And in this pause, what I'm doing is I'm sensing into my experience. I'm acknowledging what is there. Oh, I am feeling this anxiety in this situation. I am noticing where it's at in my body, what the sensations are with it, what the characteristics are, where is it, what kind of sensation, is it a heavy sensation, a light sensation, is it hot, is it cold? Is it moving around or is it really fixed in place? Just becoming aware of that. So the pause allows the awareness to be amplified into acknowledgments like, oh, I acknowledge that this is here in my world. This is what's going on. And then allows me to observe it. Because now that I'm aware of it and I'm pausing to acknowledge it, I can observe what's going on within me. And then I can observe what's going on outside of me. So now we're in a responsive state rather than a reactive state. So reactive states where the body has a big motion towards something. Ooh, that scared me. Rah. Responsive states are like, wow, I feel this big, you know, scared feeling. But now I'm checking in with reality, checking in with me and what I need. And then making a choice and action from that that makes sense to what's going on. Now, some of this can take some time. Usually at first it takes a lot of time because part of our effort here is to actually slow down. So in this state, or in the, at this stage, of, in the beginning stage, it's more like, 
I'm going to practice paying attention to what I'm aware of. That gets you into the pause. That gets you into acknowledgement. That gets you into observation. That's all you got to do. It's like, wow, I'm aware that I am feeling this or I'm sensing that. I'm aware that this thing over here is happening. And giving that some time. Uh, when I started this way back in 2008, it was called Holding Space. I'm breaking it down into these stages. But it, I would spend at least one minute with that practice just to see what's going on. Just to acknowledge what is being experienced there. One minute. That's all it took. Did that for 30 days and then I started to see a real shift in my own attenuation to myself and to my reality. I started to understand that I was having a lot of reactions to things that weren't actually threats to me, that weren't actually dangerous. That helped me understand my programming, helped me understand my previous lived experience in this, in my life because I was highly reactive <laughs> to everything. This allowed me to start getting space to create responses, responses to the situation, responses to myself. This is why this is essential. We cannot heal something we do not have connection or, or awareness of, and we do not allow it to take up some space. We have to come back into connection with what we're experiencing, what's going on for us, so that we can then introduce care and nurture and healing into our world. That requires us to slow down. So that three-step process, I'm going to pause, I'm going to acknowledge, and I'm going to observe what I'm aware of. Do that for one minute. Set a timer on your phone. See what that's like for you. Explore what that starts to bring into your world. And that's going to Long-term, that will result in better clarity, more peace, more regulation, more capacity. And with that in place, you can make bigger changes in your world. Like you can take the leap towards a healthy friendship, a healthy relationship. You can take the leap into more prosperity and success in your career or business. You can take the leap into your own peace, into things that bring you joy. So that's why this is a must Tool. This is something that we have to cultivate in our world. This is actually a practice that I have integrated into the happiness after codependency system that starts here August 15th. Now, this is the announcement. It is open for enrollment. We start in just about two months from now. Okay, so August 15th is its first class. I'm only allowing 50 people into the course. Now, this is a big journey it's a 10-month course it's 39 week or 39 modules long taught over 10 months and you're going to learn how to build this kind of slowness and observation into your nervous system and into your life so that you can have more safety in your world build more connection in your life and build more well-being in your life because that's the goal of the course by the end of the happiness after codependency system my goal is that you know how to soothe yourself Connect yourself with healthy people and build friendships that matter to you and have more prosperity and success in the things that matter in your life, whether it's your career, your business, your hobbies, whatever that might be. That's how we overcome or liberate ourselves from codependency. It's not by eliminating it, but it's by replacing it with a better system that helps you meet your core needs of safety, connection, value, and identity in your world. So 
enrollment is open for that. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Some of you that are watching, you're already students, so you'll be getting notices on that later in July and August for that. Just reminding you that you're enrolled. But come and join us in this. 50 people total allowed this year. I only teach this once a year. Next time enrollment will be open will be July of 2023. So go check it out. Um, we've got time to get there, get time to get enrolled. But I, I invite you to come join us so that you can create the relationships you want in your life, the prosperity you deserve, and the peace that you crave by having everything you need to restore safety, connection, identity, and value in your world. Because that's how we heal codependency. So come join us there. Now, your work for today. P-A-O. Pause. Acknowledge. Observe. Let's see what that does to your world as you heal and as you grow. Thank you again, my friends, for being here and allowing me to contribute to your experience in healing today. I want to check the comments real bit, real, real quick before we end today. So Francis says, not only, not only do it now, but do it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, the perfectionism comes in. This is a cool place with PAO. When I find myself trying to be perfect, which I did before I made this video, I went on a walk to give myself some space to slow things down and go, you know, I give myself permission to be imperfect, to do it my way. And I just observed how that felt, both the sensation of having to be perfect and the sensation of permission to be imperfect. That brought me a lot of peace to just jump on here and here we go, doing our thing. Hey, Brianne, that's my girlfriend. Nice to see you, sweetie. So yeah, slowing it down so that we can build awareness into our bodies into our wisdom, to our creativity, our intuition, it relies on this. So it's a very, very important skill to build. All right, that's all for today's video. Thank you guys again for being here. Hit the like button, share this out to people that you know would benefit from it. And if you haven't subscribed yet, especially if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button as I, as I put up trainings throughout the week. Thank you again, and I will see you guys in our next training.